the time is up for women to hesitate for one more second. The world can't really survive this one more day, yeah. right? So like, I get that my ego is going to be uncomfortable and my ego is going to like want to like kick and scream and put up resistance, but the world can't afford it anymore. Hey guys, it's Kathy. Welcome back to the podcast. So to kick off today's episode, I thought we could all use a little levity. So I want to share this clip of my husband basically making fun of me because it is just something he does all the time. He can't help himself. It's like he goes around the house, he's in the kitchen, we're in the car, la da da, and he's just like roasting me. And I actually find it so funny. And so I took a video of him the other night and I thought I would play this for you because think we need to be a little bit more silly. Like I posted this thing from Osho yesterday on my Instagram and it was so beautiful. And it was like, I don't think existence wants us to be so serious. Like, have you ever seen a serious redwood tree? Have you ever seen a serious flamingo? It's like, you think about it and it's like, we have such a tight grip sometimes. And it would be so wonderful if we could offer some like gentleness, some playfulness, some, ah, like it's, just some humor into like the whole thing, right? Like, of course we all get caught in our stuff and there goes our ego bumping up against some static and getting into the resistance. But it's like, we're all going through that, right? Beyonce goes through that, right? Oprah goes through that. We all go through that. So it's like, we can have humor about it. And so anyway, just in the spirit of not being so serious about the way that we sort of see who we are and where we're headed and what we're trying to accomplish here. I just thought I would play this for you. So take a listen. Okay, I'm just gonna riff, okay, guys? I just wanted to let you know, guys, I am abundant and abundance. I got this sweatshirt, I spent $9,000 on it. Okay, I would have spent more, but they ran out of cash register space. <laughs> they couldn't pile any more money. So I said, okay, I'll stop because that's what you think you're worth. So then, a lot of you have been asking me about the 5D. What's the 5D? How do you get to the 5D? You know what? I don't know. But I'll tell you this much. I was there this morning. I had a cup of Starbucks with mocha frappuccino, uh, grande frappuccino. Uh, I don't even know if that's what it's called, but I just asked them for it and they give it to me. And I go to the 5D. I was there this morning. You know who I saw? Albert Einstein. High five to Albert Einstein. Physics. Really smart guy. You know what his biggest regret was? He didn't use hair gel. He really regrets that. <laughs> he, he knew so much about physics and science. Why not just create a little, little what was his hair like? <laughs> so he's working on it now in the 5D because time doesn't matter. Time is, time is like this. You collapse it, you smush it, you eat it like a sandwich, okay? That's what time is. So don't tell me you don't have time to do something. We all have time because we are time. Time to do 
that which we are born to make time for, right? Think about that. <laughs> so these are the things. And again, back to the 5D, which is my favorite, right? So who was I hanging out with? My step-grandma. And you know what she is? 90. Okay? What? Blows my mind. That's better than 5D. Four better than 5D. <laughs> 90. 90. <laughs> what else can I tell you, folks? Jettison the money. Jettison the... Oh. Do that little riff. A little riff. <laughs> so one thing I like to do, as you guys know, I like to spend money. So I took my daughter to the Dollar Tree. Is that where we went? Dollar Tree? I cannot spend money fast enough there. It's literally <laughs> exhausting. It's not worth my time. So I bought the Dollar Tree. I bought the whole store. That's the only thing I could do there to make sense. But if you really want to spend money, go to Neiman Marcus. Woo! That is a place where they really challenge me there because you can spend money like crazy. And they're up to the challenge. They're like, how much for that? That's right. Like, woo, you guys know what you're doing here. And they sell champagne in the store. You ever seen a vending machine for champagne? Have you ever seen something so audacious? I loved it. So I had two cups yeah. of champagne in my hand. Guys, what are you doing? Okay, well, I hope that that gave you a little bit of entertainment for a moment. I think it's very funny. Um, if you enjoyed that and you want to make him feel like he's 29 feet tall, you could go follow him on Instagram. He is at Lowell C. Benjamin. And he does post jokes on his Instagram every day. Although I always say, well, why do you have to post puns? Like, can't you just do something a little bit more sophisticated? But <laughs> I'm half joking. But anyways, you could go follow him there. Not only is he adorable, but I do want to give a huge shout out that his podcast is so good. He has a podcast called You Don't Know Schiff because his co-host is Mark Schiff. So that was a pretty cute name. So You Don't Know Schiff, they have put out episodes that are just, they're gold. They've interviewed Paul Reiser, Kevin Nealon, Susie Essman, George Wallace. They just got Jerry Seinfeld and Judd Apatow will be coming on the show. If you want to listen to some like beautiful conversations about comics who've known each other forever, because my husband's co-host Mark Schiff has been touring with Jerry Seinfeld for like 20 years and he's so well connected. Anyway, I just would love for you guys to check out this podcast. I think you would really enjoy it. It's just like one of those refreshing things where there's no cynicism and sarcasm. It's truly just like genuine and sweet. And you learn a lot about these comedians who are all like A-list awesome awesome comedians with really interesting insights. And I also have to say, I'm super proud of my husband because he, he did this thing, you know, he's, he didn't keep his day job about three years ago. He stopped being a lawyer and started transitioning into writing comedy. And, and he just got his first job writing something for TV. And it's just really exciting, really exciting to see him to say yes to himself and to what he always wanted and to just get out of the way almost like let his ego get out of the way and just allow himself to do what he's meant to do, which is it's so effortless for him. He makes people laugh. So anyway, I'm really proud of him. Go check out his podcast. You don't know Schiff. And I'm sure he would be over the moon if you sent him a DM on Instagram and told him that you enjoyed it. I also want to tell you that I'm so excited because we just came up with our next thing. See what happened is the retreat got sold out. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
I want to be able to do more stuff. So the retreat is sold out. And if you want to be on the wait list, just in case somebody cancels, because you never know, sometimes people, especially in the, the time of the pandemic, people are sometimes canceling their travel plans. You can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat and get on the wait list. But if you want to do the next epic thing that we have coming up, we just decided last night, our next incredible adventure is going to be 14 women. Just 14 of us are going to circle together at Casa del Mar in Santa Monica. We are going to have this beautiful penthouse. And for two days, we are going to have this really delicious, juicy, intimate deep dive. And so it is just something I'm really excited about. I'll be posting more details on my Instagram at kathy.heller. So if you want to find out more about it, I'm so excited to do it. I have a feeling it will sell out quickly because there's only 14 spots, but because I just love this, we will hopefully do another one very soon after that. So the bottom line is I want to spend as much time with you guys as possible and I will keep coming up with ways to do so. So today I wanted to share a clip from a coaching session I did. I think a lot of you are going to relate to this. So I was talking with Monica who was hitting some resistance and she just had these thoughts that were not helpful when she started thinking about abundance and it was really in the way. So she wanted to know how to deal with these negative voices and what was she going to be able to do to push this aside. I want to thank Monica for being so vulnerable, so brave and allowing us to share this with everyone. This is such an important topic that comes up so often. So I know this is going to be helpful. Take a listen. All right. So Monica, I'm calling you up. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. I can feel your energy right away. Yes. Felt it. Good. Everybody felt it. Thank you for good. that. Thank you. Where are you? Where are you located? I am in Nashville. I'm just south in Franklin. Just moved here. We made a huge energy shift. We had manifested everything we wanted. And after about a year, we were like, oh, look, we don't want this anymore. <laughs> so we sold our house. We moved to Franklin. It's been amazing. So my question for you is, I've been doing this work for five, six, seven years. Um, so I've been working on this for a long time. And I've, I've done the do what feels good. That's been my coaching to anybody forever. But this week, I was doing the abundance exercise. And all these things came up, not with the I make, but with the you make and the she makes um, X amount each month. And I was floored by how mean I was. <laughs> I'm not even mean to like other people like that. So as it came up, can it be easy enough to just say, oh, okay, well that was there, but I'm just gonna choose to not let it be. Like, I don't, I really don't want to dive deeper into whatever that stuff comes up. I'm just gonna choose to not have that be true anymore. It, can it be that easy or do we have to tap and like all of that? But I kind of just want to let it go. Yeah, first of all, I can feel your work. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank like you. you're adding energy to the planet. I could feel it right when you said hello. So I acknowledge. The second thing I want to say is I don't think you can spiritually bypass what you are aware is in the way. And I think it's brilliant that you're having the contrast so that you can actually clear it, right? Um, and the work here is... If you've got 5% of your mind that's in a state of consciousness and 95% of it is subconscious, you, you can't afford to say, oh, that's okay. I just won't deal with that because you got 5% of you fighting up against this big giant. So what has to happen is 
we have to rewire the subconscious program. And so there is a program there. And this is such a, thank you for this question, because I think everybody I know could really use a cleansing around the money stuff. And I think it's really juicy. So with your you know, permission, I say we go into it right now a little bit. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks. So you said I was a little bit mean to her. I'm not that mean <laughs> really to anybody. So love it. What is it that is coming up with this money? What was, tell me a little bit about the exercise where you got stuck. Yeah. So the, the one that was most, whoa, I can't believe that's in my head was the, the one where you had to write, you make X amount. And every response was like, bullshit. Nope. Nope. I don't believe it. And it was some variation of that. Like really for real. Yeah. Are you mean to people? Are you still happy? Are the kids still like, cause we have um, six kids between my husband and I. So are the kids still hanging out or they think you're too good for them? You know, it was like, if you make that much money, you're going to trade off some quality of your life that you love now. Oh, actually, I didn't even realize that until I said it out loud. <laughs> My whole body's tingling. <laughs> but that's, yes, that's what it felt like. Like if I make, and to, to be honest, it what, when I wrote out the monthly amount um, that popped up, it still wasn't as much as the annual amount that pops up when I, like somebody asked me about an annual. So it was still not playing small by, by these standards, but small by what I dream, you know, and um. Yeah. Yeah. It was like some version of like, if you do this, you will lose something that you love now. Yeah. Good God. No wonder it's not coming. (laughs) Right. That is amazing. All right. Well, you did such a good job being an ambassador for everybody, because I think that you're, you're expressing what a lot of people are feeling. So thank you for having the courage to do so. So let's let's be a witness to this. Okay. This is really juicy and it's fascinating to me, isn't it? Because this is really where the ego likes to be the center of attention. Right. And why do I say that? Because the sun, let's just look at the sunlight for a second. The sunlight shines very bright, right? We went to the beach two weeks ago and my daughter didn't want me to apply the sunblock and insisted that she did. And she got a horrible burn on her back. So the last four times we went, it's summer, we get to go a lot. She insists on letting me do it because she realizes just how powerful this sun is. And I mean, it was so powerful that about two weeks ago time, her back was so bad. It hurt her for four days that we actually cut out um, a t-shirt for her. So it was like a halter. So she had no back on the shirt because that's how bad her back hurt. That's how powerful the sun is. So let's think about this sun that's just sitting in space, shining, full capacity, and literally giving life to the entire planet just by shining. Now, have you ever thought of how much sunlight you deserved? No. No. You're just willing to allow the max capacity of sunlight into your life. And you don't necessarily think about it, but because you're willing to have it set to the absolute fullest extent, 
all the food you eat, all the life that you live because you take in oxygen and you walk on the planet and everything that you interact with, thank God there's a sun, right? And you have enough warmth and everything else and you're good, right? But I mean, this is why I say it's all ego because there's only one collective, right? And it's so beautiful. You know, we recently went again, just a week ago to the Natural History Museum. We were in New York and there was a new show in the planetarium. And so we got to look in the planetarium at just the precise, incredible symphony of how the rings of Saturn and the, the distance between Jupiter and this planet and the, the cooling and the heating and the way in which it all sort of exactly, perfectly, geometrically is completely in pattern, completely in sync. And it's this one complete geometric pattern that operates exactly as it's supposed to with perfect dimensions. And if anything was a little bit off, it would no longer have this perfect geometric pattern, but it absolutely does on the both macro and micro level. If you ever look at a bee's eye, it looks like honeycomb and a bee makes honeycomb. And every measurement of everything is just so beautiful, the geometric pattern of it all and the vibrations of everything and how it all aligns all the time. So there's just this one swirl of energy that's consistently and constantly loving everything into life in perfect order, in perfect symmetry. It's like this music and it is in perfect harmony. So it's a symphony of, of musical instruments playing in time together all of the time. And everything is in coherence. And the only thing that starts to step out of that coherent pattern is human beings, hmm. right? The rivers and the trees and the planets and the orbits are perfectly in their dance because they're not in ego. They're not questioning if they should be in alignment in a flow of total infinite current. They're just letting the flow be there because energy just is. And there's no separation between one and another. There's only this one geometric symphony. So why I say that is because the ego decides that you should have a lot to say about how much energy you drink in, but you're not separate from me and you're not separate from her or her. And this is where we're starting to have a problem. This is where the world starts to get off because it's now about scarcity. It's now about what I need to hoard because you are there and you need, so I need to go get to the buffet first Mm -hmm. And if I have, you have less, it doesn't work that way, right? All of the redwood trees in California's forests, they can have a hundred percent an abundance of plenty all the time. And they would be then doing the job they need to do in the dance for all of the other creatures everywhere, including us to function in the vibration of this pattern, right? The word currency comes from the word current. In Deepak's new book, Abundance, he talks about the yoga of money. Yoga is actually only partly posture and movement. It's mostly meditation. 
But the reason they brought posture and sun salutations and warrior one and two and tree pose into it is to actually help people understand that the yoga of money is yoga. It's the idea of yoking two things together, the non-physical and the physical. They're, they're actually also one. They're one part of this dance. And so when you bring the physical into a yoga practice with the mental, with the non-physical, you now are able to link, right? All of the beauty of these geometric patterns together. We're supposed to, as he talks about in this book too, he just, he loves how he says, it. he says the yoga of money is that money is a tool to keep the current going. That's why it's called currency. It's not supposed to be broken into two spheres. There is no physical and non-physical. So the idea of bringing in a, a, a maximum amount of abundance is so that this entire ocean continues to do the dance it's supposed to do so that all of the creatures continue to thrive, right? Continue to be in sync, in harmony. So what happens is your ego, not your soul, because your soul only knows how to do that alignment piece. It doesn't know how to come out of alignment. You're aligned all the time. It's just that when you get in trance, your ego confuses you, but there's always, 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 always within reach a part of you, always at any second, that's there in alignment, that's tuned in because you're connected to source, you're connected to the field, right? That's the electricity inside of you. It just can't stop. As much as you could get sad or depressed or anxious, that heartbeat is going, right? That current is moving through your body. So the point is that your ego then gets you into this confusion and you start to limit and you get out of alignment and you come into physical and you see the illusion and you go, no, no, reality is all the separation. There's me, there's my kids, then there's the world and how my kids view how much I have vis-a-vis the world. I know what I'm going to do. I got it. I will co-sign scarcity. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to co-sign it. I'm going to teach them that there is a lot of scarcity and I will not make it worse. There's not enough for everyone. There's not an actual abundance of anything. The -hmm. world is limited. The world is scarce. There's a scarcity on energy. There's a scarcity on love. There's definitely a scarcity on money. I don't care that the market is trillions and trillions of dollars flowing around me all the time. I don't care that there is Wi-Fi and broadband all around my house because the truth is that what I see instead is a scarce amount. And I'm not sure that if I have a full bars of Wi-Fi on my phone that my neighbor is not going to get upset about that. And I'm not sure because the truth is if I have a lot of money, my neighbor is right. There's less for them. The more I have, the less they have. That's that's the truth. In fact, more, more people should have less because the more we have less, our kids wouldn't leave us because then they would see that we are doing good by people. Because if I could have less, I will make it possible for other people to have more because that's how it works. The less I have, I co-sign their scarcity, which means of the few pieces that are scrapping together that are left of the scarcity, you will then have some. So I'll take less. As opposed to saying all that exists is this thing called vibration and nonstop abundance. And the more abundance I allow into my ecosystem, oh my God, you know what just happened? I just created abundance all around me. Right, because it does work that way. 
if I decide to download the new Break My Soul Beyonce song, I just realized instead of creating less downloads for other people, I just created more because I listened to it and the algorithm went up. Oh, that's so interesting. So the more people that listen to that track, the more people hear it. But I don't understand. I took something from it. I received the song. So don't less people get to hear it now? No, it's the opposite. The more I listen to that song, the more people hear it. Oh, that's interesting. So that's fascinating, right? So the more money I make, the more money I spend. So then the more money I spend, the more shops I keep open. So the more money I spend, the more people I employ. So the more money I spend, maybe I stop thinking so much about money and putting it on such a pedestal and I can actually just be a part of this geometric pattern, right? And we don't do it with anything else. We don't do it with oxygen. You know, it's like, it's just fascinating, but we will do that with money, right? So our job is to let go of ego so that we can actually be in the state of soul, in the state of allowing. And from that place, we actually then become a doorway for every single person who is in tune with you. They actually, without you saying a word, they actually start to find their alignment with abundance. Like when you're really connected to and allowing in the flow of your own charge in every way, everyone around you feels, I just got a hit. The other thing to remember is the greatest capacity for abundance we have is actually not in abundance in money, it's in abundance in creativity. Mm. And every dollar ever made was exchanged for a creative thought. And so when we go into scarcity, we actually keep limiting our reckoning with our ability to open the portal to how much genius, how much creativity, how much expansion, how much collaboration, how much space there is for us to download what is the next symphony that we're writing? What what is the next way in which we are going to move the species forward? And on the other side of those downloads, there's a tremendous amount of money that we have to be willing to just let come through. And when I say come through, it, it doesn't stop at you. You don't have the money you have because it, it doesn't work that way unless you want to literally hold millions of dollars in paper under your mattress. Mm-hmm. The money that will flow through you will immediately flow into the world, right? If you open a bank account and you allow money to flow through it, it goes right through in a nanosecond. It immediately is now being used to fund for other people. That's how it works in a bank. Mm-hmm. So Some of it gets used when you're not using it for loans. Some of it gets used for scholarships. Some of it gets used to help other people pay for their things on their credit card. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's only the willingness to be without resistance. That's all that you're being asked. Can you surrender resistance to flow of energy so that you can be a catalyst to give more of it away? And sometimes people say no because they don't quite get what that really looks like. Is this making sense? Totally, totally. And everything you've said, I have done and thought 
for the last few years to get to where we are now. And then for some reason, when I did that exercise, it was like, oh, that's why I've been bumping up against resistance um, and not quite knowing the way forward for the last year or so. But the idea of just stop altogether, just stop, just receive and like, let it flow. That's how you said it. Like, just be willing to let it flow through you. That is a different energy, even than let's manifest something. Let's create some abundance or create some wealth. Like, no, let's just be, and it's going to flow. Everything is going to flow through you. That's supposed to money, love, creativity. The next thing you're, you know, the next thing that is in your life, like it's all even the thing, I, I mean, I just said, we manifested our dream. We did. We had the beautiful house. We had the beautiful acreage. We had the chickens. We went to, we were looking at goats. Like we thought that's what we wanted and we got it and we lived it. And then we wanted something else. And it just, the house flowed out at just the right time. Yeah. Whereas if you had told me that five years ago, it would have freaked me out. But like, wait, 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 I can want something, get it. And then stop wanting it or want the next thing. But if you, I, what I'm hearing is just let it all flow, literally all of it. And this is so beautiful. And I love that you're making these distinctions because if you look at sort of how I, you know, show up and let's take my, my platform, the words I use, even on my Instagram, like you're not going to see me, the fictitious character, this role that my, you know, I've been assigned to play. Kathy Heller. She's got freckles. She's got three kids. Thank God, all this stuff. You don't see pictures of me like on a yacht and talking about manifesting. But here's what I found out. Acquaintance of mine, Emily Esfahani Smith did a TED talk called Why Happiness is Overrated. And she grew up a Sunni uh, Muslim. Her parents are wonderful teachers and she loved it so much. She wanted to look into other philosophies and world religions. And she did this whole study at Harvard and she found this beautiful insight, which is that the moments in people's lives that they felt the happiest were not the moments when they were sitting on a yacht or uh, necessarily uh, traipsing through the South of France. They might have been, but what they actually talked about was moments of belonging, connection, and meaning. Hmm. So she said that what actually makes us the happiest is belonging, connection, and meaning. And so if we only think about manifesting money and things and experiences that we think will make us happy, we're actually going to chase our tail, mm -hmm. right? There are so many people in this world, Howard Schultz, he left Starbucks for a minute and then he went back as the CEO because he was like, what am I nuts? <laughs> I, I don't really enjoy the experience of having $4 billion in the bank and then sitting all day long yep. and sitting again and sitting again and sitting again. I, I wanna work with people, be creative, use my faculties and my expressions and build things. Yeah. So we don't feel satisfaction and also part of it is because this $4 billion, he, he doesn't feel the experience of having $4 billion because he, does, he doesn't have $4 billion. $4 billion is in, it went through his doorway and it's now inside of a bank, inside of the world. It's being used to do all kinds of things, including thousands and thousands and thousands of employees who have healthcare and benefits and colleges. And it's all great, but he as a soul will only experience what he has when he gives it away. We only feel what we have when we give it. 
you know, when you fall in love with someone those first few weeks, those first few months, the reason you assign how much love you felt is because it animates the love inside of you and you give love away at such a level that you remember that spot in your life. Oh, I loved you so much. Yes, that's correct. You gave love away so freely. You let go. You were in, you were not uh, looking for all the exits, right? You were, you were giving and giving and giving and giving and giving, and it felt so good to give it away. So you actually confused yourself and thought you were receiving it from somewhere outside of yourself. Yeah. Right. All you were doing was experiencing what it feels like to give it away. So it's a current. This is the yoga of money that Deepak talks about. This is why it's such an illusion of the ego. There's no such thing, right? You receive that which you give. Yep. That's how it works. And our most favorite things is belonging, connecting, because all we really want to do is be connected to the Alpha and Omega. And since each one of us is a expression of God, expression of this oneness, this mastery, whatever you want to call it, this energy, this force, then when we are together, we get that hit of, ah, we're having this conversation back and forth. It feels so good because we're connecting and we're realizing in this moment, whether we know it or not, that on some level, we're not separate, we're together, we're one and the, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts and all that stuff feels so good, so good, so good, so good. So yeah, so for me, my... You know, to, for lack of a better expression, or maybe it's the right one. My money's on the the current, the loop, the flow, right? So I want you to realize that what you see for yourself, okay, this is also really important. You're going to project that onto everyone else. Hmm. So if you are in a state of feeling shame around receiving, you will unconsciously judge other people for receiving. And then you will feel, again, more of that reaffirmation of ego and how separate you are from each other. And it's impossible for you to judge yourself without assigning that to someone else. And since this one ocean needs to be clean, would you really think that, let's say you met a girl from Nigeria. I just thought of that for whatever reason. <laughs> she, could have, she could have been from Atlanta. It doesn't matter. I just thought like somewhere around the world. Let's say you meet a girl from Nigeria and she tells you, that she has found her path. Now thinking of my friend Tundi, who's like a, a face of Peloton, she's from Nigeria. And she's got a lot of abundance flowing through her. Would you ever want to leak energy toward her where she should feel that she should come down and resist that? Hmm. Would you really want her to put a damper on it or would you want her to get on that Peloton bike? Cause she's like the number one or two instructor and thousands and thousands and thousands of people a day ride with her. And she's able to move them right into this next place. Would you want to say to her, Hey, 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 like, it's one thing for you to ride your butt off. Literally <laughs> she's in such good shape, but uh, you shouldn't make so much money. Or would you say, you know, Tundi, every time you make that money and girls from Nigeria see you, they're really, really clear how much is possible for them, like today. And so really you're creating abundance for them. Or would you say, there's gotta be a limit. I, I get it. I think you made a million dollars like four years ago. It's enough, babe. Yeah. Cut it off. Or would you say, you know, Tundi, it'd be really cool if you made a hundred million instead of a million, because I wonder what you would do with it. 
I wonder what, what happens to that currency when you touch it? Hmm. I wonder, right? Yeah. Do you hear what I'm, do you hear what I'm saying? I do. In fact, I was thinking, um, I'm going to see my niece and nephew tomorrow, Kaylee and Covey, they're twins. And I have twin boys also. Um, but Kaylee's the only girl in our little family and she's three. And it hit me the other day. And I, I've thought this a few times over the last three years, but I am so inspired to be to, for her to have a woman in her life that loves her and she knows personally that has figured out how to let it flow and just let abundance come in and out and do what you want to do and let it all, because I haven't had somebody I know in my life. I've had to listen to podcasts and learn it elsewhere. And so I've been very inspired to be like, okay, as Kaylee grows up, she's going to be able to call Aunt Monica when she has that question and, you know, figure out how she's going to live her life a little more flowy. And so that's super inspiring to me because it puts a face to the showing other people what's possible. I've heard that phrase a lot. It's cool. It's a cool phrase. But then when I put Kaylee's face on it, I was like, oh, well, obviously done. (laughs) Like this has to happen so that Kaylee knows that it's possible and Kaylee knows what can happen in the world. Yeah. And I think that the time is up for women to hesitate for one more second. Yeah. See, men are not wired this way because since thousands of years ago, society teaches them to be providers. So they on an inherent level feel tasked with Mm -hmm. making as much money as possible. Mm-hmm. But what's fascinating about the feminine energy versus the male energy is if you look at the animal kingdom, a female will make sure that the babies eat where the men, the, ma- the masculine, they'll take food from the babies. Like they <laughs> yes. won't even stop. So she has to kind of like guard it. Right. Yep. So that's inherent inside feminine energy is this relativeness, this relationship, this wanting to uh, share it, right? Like that's, you know, and there, there's, there's beauty to all, right? But what would be so fascinating is to see more women allow currency to flow through our doors because inherently we want to give it away. Everything a woman experiences, she wants to give it away. I remember when I was breastfeeding, like more than sometimes even my baby wanted to drink. I was like, I'm in pain. I have to give this away. Like it's, I remember the feeling of like, oh, thank God she's eating. Cause it's like, you are designed that way, right? You just can't help yourself. So time is up now. And I think we have to start getting kind of mean with our ego a little bit and be like, the world can't really survive this one more day. Right. So like, I get that my ego is going to be uncomfortable and my ego is going to like, want to like kick and scream and put up resistance, but the world can't afford it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally with you on that. As far as more, more women doing it our, our way not trying to do it the old way, whatever it is, whatever, you know, you're working on, not doing it the way you're told, but doing it the way you feel. I call it the fire spot in my, like, it looks like the burning bush to me, um, where the soul and where the connection is. And 
that is the part to listen to and do it that way, no matter what the ego says, which is very easy to say. And yet I spend as much of my day in the ego as anybody else. But coming back to that and doing it that way again and again and again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> well, here's what, and here's what I'm going to say so we can all understand sort of how this works. And I think what might be helpful is here's, here's how the ego works. Okay. There is a set of survival skills and tools that your, your ego, your inner child, the, the software program that you've been running uh, has in place to avoid pain. Okay. So the way that it works is like, there needs to be a way in which you now start to rewire and retrain your nervous system to tolerate what will not feel good to you at first. So here's what I mean. If it has felt that it brings up a sense of shame to receive, when you try that on, there's going to be a little bit of this contrast where you're going to have to teach your body that this is actually safe and this actually is the only way forward and the only thing that makes sense because this is called being more energy than matter, being more in flow, being more in oneness with the whole ocean than separate in your story. And so as you practice it, you can start to say, I am teaching my nervous system that I can be safe here. And I'm going to start to tolerate this feeling more and more. And I'm going to train myself that this is feeling good because there are times where people, let's say, are in really bad relationships and they have now trained themselves that that level of dysfunction, that's what feels safe. So then they keep recreating that, right? Because when somebody's actually kind and tells them they're always here, all of a sudden they feel like throwing up, they feel nauseous because that's a feeling of shame. That's a feeling of, I'm scared, I'm running for the exits now. So we can just be aware of that as we move forward. And that takes bravery, right? To sort of reprogram that, but we can reprogram that. And after a little while, you can absolutely, you can change the way you re, you know, you, you sort of interact with things and experiences. And yes, this is why I said we can't just bypass it because all of this would have been there right underneath. What I'm hoping is that this conversation hits you on a visceral level, that you felt this conversation more than you heard it. I'm hoping that you felt it. Where in your body do you think that you felt where is the energy of this conversation in your physical body? And where is the energy of the thought that you came into this conversation with? You said one of them was, well, where, where, where is it in your body? So the energy of the conversation, I don't know if this is right, but it's true, is on the edges. Like it feels like the edges are getting Space. bigger. Yeah. Like, yes. Um, the energy of the original thought is like a lump right here, like, a, oh, or maybe yeah. even in the stomach of just, mm, I can't, I can't risk losing just to gain something else. And okay. yet that's not even a true thought. <laughs> I love it. Have you guys ever seen Cirque du Soleil? <laughs> I saw it twice and I just broke into tears because it's so beautiful that I think it just bursted me open. Like, have you ever had an experience where you're just looking at 
uh, a Vincent Van Gogh painting and he just bursts into tears. He's like, it's so beautiful. Like I don't have the words for what I'm feeling. My body just released tears. Why I bring up Cirque du Soleil is because I remember watching it the first time and there was a point at which I couldn't tell a distinction between the performers, the dancers, the acrobatic and like the tools they were using, like the ribbon because hmm. they were just there, right? They just let go, right? And if you've ever watched someone in flow state, you watch Serena at the end of a match where she's just like, mm. It's just like, it's just like rhythmic. It is just amazing. It's a dance. She's just part of it. She's just part of it. She's just part of it, right? It's so beautiful to witness when we let go of the ego. And now there's no separation. The The ribbon and the dancer, you don't know where one ends and one begins. So that's where, you know, Kundalini yoga, it, Kundalini people think it means sex. It doesn't. It's just Kundalini is life force. It's energy, right? And the idea of Kundalini yoga specifically is to open up every chakra of the being, right? Your throat chakra, your crown chakra, all the way down, right? Including your sexuality so that you are completely in flow. There's no blockage, right? Because when there's blockage, there's resistance. And now a lot of like weird things start to happen. So when you say that there's something in here, right? Well, now there's a distinction between the ribbon and the dancer, Mm -hmm. right? So our only job every day is to keep setting that down. Like you don't want to think about how you as this little fictional character, physical three, you know, 3d character, how much do you have and not have how much it's like, just turn on the lightning rod and what happens with a lightning rod is you put it in the ground, lightning comes through it and out of it, through it and out of it, right? Like a lightning rod doesn't, it's not a container. It's a conductor. Mm-hmm. It's a conductor, right? Our job is to conduct love, conduct energy, conduct connection. That's our job. That's why acupuncture works. You're conducting the energy to move where it got stuck. Why is acupuncture working with little metal needles? Because metal conducts energy, (laughs) right? And we are made of energy. And for thousands of years, Chinese medicine said, I'm not so worried about what you're diagnosing here. Let's just get the energy to move because the person is actually the energy inside. And if I can get that energy to move, I can move that matter that tissue is going to move, that eat, that disease, that rash is going to move, Let's move the energy, move the energy, move the energy, right? All of that is not identifying with the part of us that is physical. So that's the whole game. You're a conductor. And the more you know that's your job, why on earth would you limit how much you conduct? What a waste. Yeah. Right? Steve Jobs, he didn't take one dollar bill with him to the next world, not one. Yeah. Not two, not 12. He didn't take a pair of socks with him. Where's all that wealth? It has been disseminated all over the world and it is being utilized for so many people to create scripts and pictures and musical beats. And he was just a conductor. He left it all here. 
right? And he's just having another experience now as a conductor where he is. And by the way, he was a meditator for 15 years before he started Apple. Of course, of course, that's the case. Of course. That, yeah. And the more you get this, it's really hard to go back to sleep because knowledge is power. It's powerful. That's why I say, get your buttons, these calls and have a coach around you because it changes, it collapses space and time, right? When we really start to move into the awareness of the truth, you get it. It connects, it clicks into place, right? So I'm loving that you brought this up because did I tell you at the beginning of today's call, the conversation we're going to have is for all of us, right? Yeah. And by the way, this is feminine energy at its highest, right? The feminine does its highest level of work in full receivership. By being in full receivership, we create the greatest thing ever to happen in the world, which is life. Yeah. And that's what's so amazing is that women across the planet, it's like a, it's talk about a pandemic have turned off the flow of receivership. Yes. How many women are fully in flow sexually in their life? How many women are fully in receivership with money in their life? Yeah. That if you want to look at the world and see why we're having some issues, we've got half of the world, which is designed to receive out of alignment. Yes. We start to fix that. That's going to make a giant wave in this ocean. Yes. The last week has triggered a lot of conversations in the, with the women in my life about this exact thing. And it's, it's amazing, isn't it? How conversations happen across multiple um, communities, multiple groups of women that don't even know each other, but many women I know are talking about this exact thing right now, which is amazing and totally want to be a part of that. Yeah. And let me tell you guys all this as a shortcut. This period is period what period you're selling. If part of your abundance is going to come through your creation, this is the energetic exchange. The more you are a stand in this place, you will be a magnet for this to come toward you because what your customer, your client, the people you're meant to serve want to exchange, boy, would they rather take $5,000 of theirs to just move in this ecosystem, right? Kim Kardashian just put out skin. I'm sure everybody saw it. It was everywhere. Her new brand, her skincare brand. And it made like a gajillion dollars in like however many minutes. And it really is not because people did any research on what's in these products. They're not interested. It doesn't even matter what amount of money. I was with my college friend yesterday and his four kids, four boys, three of them are young, like five, eight, and 10. And the other one is 15. So I said to Jack, how much uh, were those Yeezys? He has these, you know, Kanye sneakers on. He's like, I love Kanye. I love Kanye. And I was like, how much does it set you back? And he's like, 320. And I'm just like, you know, and they're not a family of, uh, you know, mom's a teacher. The dad works for like a mold remediation company. They live in Jersey. Like they're, you know, and the dad was like, he had to have the Yeezys. Like he had to have them, you know? Yeah. And he had the smile, like it, 
his whole face became a smile when he told me about his shoes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you wanted the energy of these shoes. He's like, do you know College Dropout? What's your favorite song? What's your favorite song on, you know, this, you know, what's your favorite song on this album? This, you know, and I was just like, I see, I got it, <laughs> right? You'll pay anything to put that energy on every day. You lace up your shoes every day and you feel like that, that's more than $300. Yeah, that's it. That's it, man, right? That's it. So this is why we want to be a vibe, right? We want to be a vibe. You want to be a whole vibe. <laughs> a whole vibe. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's here's what's so crazy is we're so wired into space and time and things being far apart when they're not. Mm-hmm. It's like so weird how we make it that way. And it's literally not at all that way on a very concrete science level. But this is why we're decidedly convinced that in order for us to build anything, there's so much that has to happen. There's so much that has to be created. There's so many logistics in in, in between here and wherever that is, when really it's so easy, it's right here and we skip right over it. Change that energy, move that vibration because the market's already there. And then by the end of the day, whoa, the amount of opportunities, your friend's going to say, you know, we have an extra spot. Uh, We're going sailing. You want to come? Oh, so-and-so's here. She wants to ask if she can do X, Y, and Z with you. Oh, okay. Great. Right. All right. I'm glad we had this entire conversation. Thank you so much for offering it. And I really hope that you memorize this feeling and keep coming back to it. Yes. Thank you so much, Kathy. You're welcome. I love it. It was so good. A huge thank you again to Monica for letting us share this with all of you. The resistance really surfaces in all of us. So I think it's a much needed conversation. You can go give Monica some love. Her Instagram is at the underscore Monica Baker, and you can take a listen to her podcast. It's called Wild and Crazy Life with Monica Baker. Okay. Here are the takeaways. Number one. There's no separation between one and another. There's only one collective, one swirl of energy that's consistently and constantly loving everything into life in a perfect geometric symphony. Energy just is. Number two, money is a tool to keep the current going. Number three, the more you allow abundance into your ecosystem, the more abundance you create. Number four, our job every day is to set down our ego, turn on the lightning rod and be in the state of soul. We're here to conduct love, conduct energy and conduct connection. Number five, we only experience what we have when we give it away. Number six, time is up for women to hesitate for one more second. The world can't really survive one more day. We can't afford it anymore. Number seven, the feminine does its highest level of work in full receivership. In full receivership, we create the greatest thing that ever happened in the world, which is life. Number eight, we want to be a whole vibe. You're selling the energetic exchange. The more you're standing in this place, the more you will be a magnet for this to come toward you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. I just love getting to do this. So thank you. I know that there's just so much that we want to keep talking about. And I just feel so blessed because I know how busy you are and you're here. So thank you for being here. We have so many good episodes coming up. Gabby Reese is going to be on the show on Monday. I'm interviewing Chelsea Clinton in a couple of weeks. It's just like so much good stuff. So if you want to make sure you don't miss anything, make sure that you subscribe wherever you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Follow us 
And if you want to do the coolest thing ever to support this podcast, then leave us a review. Actually, yesterday, I just decided I was wearing this really cute Lily Pulitzer top and I decided to give it away. So if you go to my Instagram and you see the post that I did yesterday, all you have to do to enter this is to subscribe to the podcast. And by the way, you guys, I do giveaways all the time. Like it's been pretty consistent lately that I'm like giving away a Gucci wallet or a cute Lily Pulitzer top or $300 to American Airlines. Like honestly, it's just so fun to be in that state of that constant giving, giving, giving. It just feels so good. We're just, we're all built to give and receive, right? So if you want to be in on some of these giveaways, the odds are if you're following me on Instagram and you enter, eventually you have a really good chance of winning. So I'm giving away this cute Lily Pulitzer top and all you have to do to make sure that you enter is go to my Instagram and you'll see, you just have to share one of my recent reels and then subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, you get extra credit. If you think of anybody who would love this episode, please don't hesitate. Send them an email, send them a text. You never know how that's going to make a difference in their life. And if you want to give Monica a shout out, I'm sure she would love to see you tag her at the underscore Monica Baker. It would just probably mean the world to her. And it took a lot of courage for her to share this today. If you want to get on the wait list for the retreat, which starts August 1st, you can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat. It's going to be so good. We're going to have breathwork sessions and sound bath and meditations, and we're just going to completely rewire ourselves to abundance. It is currently sold out, but there might be a chance that some of the people on the wait list will get to squeeze you in. So you can always join there. You can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat to get on the wait list. I love you so much. Have an amazing weekend and I'll talk to you Monday. Okay.